Leviticus chapter 9. On the eighth day, Moses summoned Aaron, his sons, and the elders of Israel. He said to Aaron, take a young bull for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering, both without blemish, and present them before the Lord. And tell the Israelites, make a goat, make a male goat for a sin offering, a calf and a lamb, male yearlings without blemish for a burnt offering, an ox and a ram for a fellowship offering to sacrifice before the Lord, and a grain offering mixed with oil. For today the Lord is going to appear to you. They brought what Moses had commanded to the front of the tent of meeting, and the whole community came forward and stood before the Lord. Moses said, This is what the Lord commanded you to do, that the glory of the Lord may appear to you. Then Moses said to Aaron, Approach the altar and sacrifice your sin offering and your burnt offering. Make atonement for yourself and the people. Sacrifice the people's offering and make atonement for them, as the Lord commanded. So Aaron approached the altar and slaughtered the calf as a sin offering for himself. Aaron's sons brought the blood to him, and he dipped his finger in the blood and applied it to the horns of the altar. He poured out the blood at the base of the altar. He burned the fat, the kidneys, and the fatty lobe of the liver from the sin offering on the altar, as the Lord had commanded Moses. He burned the flesh and the hide outside the camp. Then he slaughtered the burnt offering. Aaron's sons brought him the blood, and he splattered it on the sides of the altar. They brought him the burnt offering piece by piece, along with the head, and he burned them on the altar. He washed the entrails and the legs and burned them with the burnt offering on the the altar. Aaron presented the people's offering. He took the male goat for the people's sin offering, slaughtered it, and made a sin offering with it as he did before. He presented the burnt offering and sacrificed it according to the regulation. Next, he presented the grain offering, took a handful of it, and burned it on the altar in addition to the morning burnt offering. Finally, he slaughtered the ox and the ram as the people's fellowship sacrifice. Aaron's sons brought him the blood, and he splattered it on all sides of the altar. They also brought the fat portions from the ox and the ram, the fat tail, the fat surrounding the entrails, the kidneys, and the fatty lobe of the liver, and placed these on the breasts. Aaron burned the fat portions on the altar, but he presented the breasts and the right thigh as a presentation offering before the Lord, as Moses had commanded. Aaron lifted up his hands toward the people and blessed them. He came down and sacrificing the sin offering. 
he came down after sacrificing the sin offering, the burnt offering, and the fellowship offering. Moses and Aaron entered the tent of meeting. When they came out, they blessed the people, and the glory of the Lord appeared to all the people. Fire came from the Lord and consumed the burnt offering and the fat portions on the altar. And when all the people saw it, they shouted and fell face down. Psalm 10. Lord, why do you stand so far away? Why do you hide in times of trouble? In arrogance, the wicked relentlessly pursue the afflicted. Let them be caught in the schemes they have devised. For the wicked one boasts about his own cravings. The one who is greedy curses and despises the Lord. In all his scheming, the wicked arrogantly thinks there is no accountability since God does not exist. His ways are always secure. Your lofty judgments are beyond his sight. He scoffs at all his adversaries. He says to himself, I will never be moved from generation to generation without calamity. Cursing, deceit, and violence fill his mouth. Trouble and malice are under his tongue. He waits in ambush near the villages. He kills the innocent in secret places. His eyes are on the lookout for the helpless. He lurks in secret like a lion in a thicket. He lurks in order to seize the afflicted. He seizes the afflicted and drags him in his net. So he is oppressed and beaten down. The helpless fall because of his strength. He says to himself, God has forgotten. He hides his face and will never see. Rise up, God. Lift up your hand. Do not forget the afflicted. Why has the wicked person despised God? He says to himself, You will not demand an account. But you yourself have seen trouble and grief, observing it in order to take the matter into your hands. The helpless entrusts himself to you. You are a helper of the fatherless. Break the arm of the wicked and evil person. Call his wickedness into account until nothing remains of it. The Lord is king forever and ever. The nations will perish from his land. Lord, you have heard the desire of the humble. You will strengthen their hearts. You will listen carefully. Doing justice for the fatherless and the oppressed, so that men of the earth may terrify them no more. Proverbs chapter 24.
Don't evil. Chapter 24, Proverbs. Don't envy evil men or desire to be with them, for their hearts plan violence and their words stir up trouble. A house is built by wisdom, and it is established by understanding. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with every precious and beautiful treasure. A wise warrior is better than a strong one, and a man of knowledge than one of strength. For you should wage war with sound guidance. Victory comes with many counselors. Wisdom is inaccessible to a fool. He does not open his mouth at the gate. The one who plots evil will be called a schemer. A foolish scheme is sin, and a mocker is detestable to people. If you do nothing in a difficult time, your strength is limited. Rescue those being taken off to death, and save those stumbling toward slaughter. If you say, but we didn't know about this, won't he who weighs hearts consider it? Won't he who protects your life know? Won't he repay a person according to his work? Eat honey, my son, for it is good, and the honeycomb is sweet to your palate. Realize that wisdom is the same for you. If you find it, you will have a future, and your hope will never fade. Wicked man, don't set an ambush at the camp of the righteous man. Don't destroy his dwelling. Though a righteous man falls seven times, he will get up, but the wicked will stumble into ruin. Don't gloat when your enemy falls, and don't let your heart rejoice when he stumbles, or the Lord will see, be displeased, and turn his wrath away from him. Don't be agitated by evildoers, and don't envy the wicked. For the evil have no future. The lamp of the wicked will be put out. My son, fear the Lord as well as the king, and don't associate with rebels. For destruction from them will come suddenly. Who knows what distress these two can bring? These sayings also belong to the wise. It is not good to show partiality in judgment. Whoever says to the guilty, you are innocent, people will curse him, and tribes will denounce him. But it will go well with those who convict the guilty, and a generous blessing will come to them. He who gives an honest answer gives a kiss on the lips. Complete your outdoor work and prepare your field. Afterward, build your house. Don't testify against your neighbor without cause. Don't deceive with your lips. Don't say, 
I'll do to him what he did to me. I'll repay the man for what he has done. I went by the field of a slacker and by the vineyard of a man lacking sense. Thistles had come up everywhere. Weeds covered the ground and the stone wall was ruined. I saw and took heart. I looked and received instruction. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the arms to rest. And your poverty will come like a robber, your need like a bandit. First Thessalonians chapter 3. Therefore, when we could no longer stand it, we thought it was better to be left alone in Athens. And we sent Timothy, our brother and God's co-worker, in the gospel of Christ to strengthen and encourage you concerning your faith so that no one will be shaken by these persecutions. For you yourselves know that we are appointed to this. In fact, when we were with you, we told you previously that we were going to suffer persecution. And as you know, it happened. For this reason, when I could no longer stand it, I also sent him to find out about your faith, fearing that the tempter had tempted you and that our labor might be for nothing. But now, Timothy has come to us from you and brought us good news about your faith and love and reported that you always have good memories of us, wanting to see us as we also want to see you. Therefore, brothers, in all our distress and persecution, we were encouraged about you through your faith. For now we live if you stand firm in the Lord. How can we thank God for you in return for all the joy we experienced before our God, because of you, as we pray very earnestly night and day to see you face to face and to complete what is lacking in your faith. Now, may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus direct our way to you. And may the Lord cause you to increase and overflow with love for one another and for everyone, just as we also do for you. May he make your hearts blameless in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord. Jesus, with all his saints, amen. May he make your hearts blameless in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord, Jesus, with all his saints, amen.